Welcome to Commercial Real Estate School. I'm Kyle and Sarah, a commercial real estate advisor based out of New York City. And I just want to take a second because this is our first series and give you just a quick rundown of how this show will work as it's a bit different than most of the other podcasts you may listen to. Each of my guests have recorded a series of 10 short form episodes. Each one of those episodes are actionable information, all killer, no filler, if you know what I mean, four to 10 minutes long, and they're all top commercial real estate professionals in the country. I'm talking about brokers, investors, developers, you name it. They're coming from ranging uh, backgrounds and different parts of the country. So my goal really with this show is to provide as much valuable insight information while also leaving you guys plenty of time to tend to your clients' needs and, of course, get deals done. Today, we kick it off with none other than Eddie Gonzalez, a veteran commercial broker and content creator based out of Phoenix, Arizona. Have you ever wanted to own a slice of a skyscraper, multifamily asset, or industrial warehouse? You see, billionaires have long used real estate investments to build and protect their wealth. And that's because the rules of real estate investing have traditionally favored the rich until now. Lex is a new way to invest in real estate. The truth is the best commercial real estate deals are hard to find. Unless you're an accredited investor or have some other type of access. I mean, even then you've got things like crowdfunding, REITs, and sky high investment minimums to choose from until Lex. Lex IPOs building so you can start investing today. By taking buildings public, Lex has created a new way for you to invest in marquee commercial real estate. Build a portfolio by picking the buildings you want to invest in. Each building gets a stock chart, a ticker symbol, and trades just like other stocks. You can even hold these shares in your existing brokerage account after the IPO. And as a shareholder, you can get paid dividends flowing from the rent paid by tenants, earning you tax-advantaged passive income. Unlike other platforms, you can freely trade in and out of your positions without lockups or holds. You can get started today in just minutes and start exploring Lex's live and upcoming IPOs. So head over to lex-markets.com, sign up using the code CREschool, and get a $50 bonus when you deposit at least $500. Again, that's lex-markets.com, code CREschool. Lex, real estate investing for all. Eddie, plan for the worst. What do you mean by that? I mean, set yourself up. So if something goes wrong, you're able to sidestep it very quickly. A good example of this is in commercial leasing. Set it up. So the thing that's on the top of my mind right now is the way that sometimes the timing leases, the timing works with leases. I've got a client right now that's 60 days out from expiration. They need to double the size of the lease. What happens? If we don't find the space and get fully negotiated by the time that that ends, mm. his response was, I don't know. <laughs> My response is, what does the lease say happens upon expiration? Is there mm. a holdover clause? Can we go month to month? What do we need to do? We need to know that right now so that we can plan for 60 days out. Okay. Are we going to be out on the street? Is it done? Does he already have it back leased? So you have to plan for the absolute worst case scenario and then pivot from there and figure out, okay, 
everything in commercial leasing comes back to what does the lease say? There's a reason why those leases are 50 to 100 pages. The answer is generally going to be in there. So you just need to dive into it and figure that portion of it out yeah. and then pivot from there. So because in that's a that's a perfect example, right? Because what's going to happen when you're when you're trying to provide the, the ultimate experience and, and helping them understand what this whole transaction is going to look like, especially if you already have another business and you're trying to make this seamless move. I think if you're not having those conversations, you're ultimately creating a problem for yourself down the road because they're going to be like, Eddie, what are we going to do? I'm, I, my business is closed. I got to be out tomorrow. What am I going to do? And you're like, you know, if you don't if you didn't have that conversation, they're going to look at you like, oh, you know what? This guy stinks. Don't work with him. He doesn't know what's going on. How do you go about saying to them like, hey, I know you have a great business and you probably understand everything, but sometimes I feel like somebody might say, hey, are you prepared for this? Do they see that as being negative or are you not worried about that? I'm not worried about it because it's me teeing it up. Yeah. And that so that one of the conversations that I had with a gentleman that I ended up not working with is what happens in 90 days if we don't find the space and right. he said i'm out of, i'm out of business and i said okay well let's not think that way mm -hmm. let's see what we can do and then he was just a negative person in general so the mm -hmm. the fit wasn't there but i need to ask the question i'm trying yeah. to set him up for success back to worst case scenario mm -hmm. okay you're out of business how do we set it up so you don't go out of business he didn't want to address that problem. And then that's where I say, okay, this isn't going to be a fit. I don't think it can. Like, yeah. I mean, it ultimately comes down to communication. And I think it's, if somebody's real, right. If they're real or not, I had this conversation with a guy who has done very well with uh, pop-ups, you know, in this whole environment with, with restaurants and stuff. I have a lot of opportunities when it comes to pop-ups, short-term, you know, popping in a space for a month and food trucks and things like that. And now he wants to move to brick and mortar. And I said, He's like, well, we're going to crush it. I'm like, okay, I need you to define what crush it means. And he's like, we're going to do whatever it was a day. So plugged into a pro forma. And I was like, okay, you realize that's 50%. Your rent is 50% of that number. Have you thought about looking at something different? Or have you thought about if you don't crush it, how you're going to pay for this in a couple of years? Like maybe you're going to build up to crush it. And he was like, I, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. And I said, you know what? Here's what I'm going to do. I know a guy in your market <laughs> that you can probably work to. Have you ever had to do that when you're when somebody's like, hey, Eddie, this is I want this. And you're telling me I got a plan for the worst, but I need I need some more. I need you to be more like behind me on this. I mean, have you ever had those conversations or just me? <laughs> no, I've had those conversations yeah. and yeah. It, it's a balancing. It's a balancing act on our part, but it's also a reality check for them because we see what businesses make it and what businesses don't make it. And back to the numbers game, commercial real estate is a numbers game. And if you're paying 50%, it's not going to work. Mm. Those numbers don't work. It should be eight to 10%, not 50%. So it's time to either look at a smaller space. It's time to look at a different building. It's time to, it's time to pivot, but there's no way 50% would ever work. No, never. Never, ever going to work. And I think it's our job to let them know, here's why it's not going to work. And like you said, I know this market. You might not, you might not, you might even know the tenant that was there before, what they were paying. 
And sometimes it's not your business, right? It could be some other variable that you don't know, but that's why I always say to them, here's what the other guy was doing. Here's what they were paying. What do you pay now? What are you expected to do in sales? And if it's the same, I'm like, you have to, you have to believe not that I'm going to do so much better than this guy or girl. I'm going to do exactly what I'm doing now. And it's going to add to my business. You can't, you got to do it on what you have now, not what you think you're going to do. Thank you for checking out episode seven with Eddie Gonzalez planning for the worst. I would love it. We would love it. Eddie would love it. It would just be a big, lovable event if you would just subscribe and review the show here or wherever you're listening to this show. I'm not even going to guess where you're listening, but wherever you're listening to it, subscribe and review. And while you're online living your best digital life, why don't you follow at CRE School on Instagram? That would also be awesome. So (laughs) I'm Kyle and Sarah. And you have been once again listening to Commercial Real Estate School. Thanks, guys. Thank you for checking out episode eight of Commercial Real Estate School with my man, Eddie Gonzalez. No two deals are ever the same. I think we can all agree that is true. Look, if you guys are listening to the show on whatever platform you're on, I would love it if you would subscribe. We have some great guests coming up. And while you're at it, throw a rating in there. And be honest. I know you guys are honest. You guys are you're going to tell us the real thing. No, nah, this isn't it. This is not good. This is great. This is perfect. Or whatever it is, let us know. Would love to improve. We're just getting started here. Eddie was nice enough to be our first guest. And we have some great, great, great guests coming up in August and September and October. So we're getting, we're getting going. So this is great. Thank you for the support so far, guys. Very much appreciated. Hopefully you took something away from this. And if not, let us know. All right. Have a great weekend. Have a great week, wherever you are. Thank you so much. And we'll see you next time.